welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots, Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now, coming up on this episode, we chat to Winnipeg singer-songwriter Rain Hamilton about her music. Rain sat down with us at the 2017 Folk Music Ontario Conference to chat about her forthcoming album, Night Sky, and she also plays a couple of new songs live for us. And as always on Folk Roots Radio, we check out more of the new releases on the folk and roots scene, starting off with this song. This is Carmel McCall with the song Daughter of a Working Man. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Thank you. 
I'd like to think I'm not a fool But I fall for you every time You make me lose my cool And I know how this always ends Oh, 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 oh. Take away your invisible arms that bind me and don't act so innocent You left me then, you'll leave me now, the pain you cause has me in chains Oh, 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 oh. oh whispering wind, say I told you so on your cheeks say you should have known Falling to the ground as you let go Let the stars guide you home
satellites crowd every corner wearing masks to hide their shame black sheet over my trusting eyes now it's you that i can blame oh 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 Now I'm sweeping up the broken glass Each shard a memory from our past Always and forever I think not Remove the hold you had on my heart Oh
Wipe your mouth running with your blood Be late giving out and dragging through the mud So I'll give my life to punish me Cause I'm too weak to stand I can sing my song, sing it loud across the dying land Hi there, this is J.D. Edwards, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Folk Roots Radio, we started off the hour with Carmel McCall with the title track from her third album on her first solo release in five years, the lyrically rich and engaging Daughter of a Working Man, a recording she describes as a storytelling folk record dressed up in strings, electronic effects and textured vocals. And pretty good it is too. We'll definitely play something more from that album on a future episode. We followed that with young singer-songwriter Dawson Rutledge from Cranbrook in British Columbia with Whispering Winds from his very polished first full-length album entitled Monsters. And finally, Toronto bluegrass band The Barrel Boys, known for their versatility and beautiful vocal blend, with Everything Will Heal from their third album Cold Spring, which features 15 new original songs. And you can find the Barrel Boys online at barrelboys.com. And in the background, it's the Twisted 20 with the Rugged Sailor set from their self-titled album of 18th century music from the British Isles, all played on Baroque period instruments. Eight tracks featuring nearly forgotten melodies 
and reworked ballads given a 21st century makeover, while being faithful to the tune's origins. Next up, Rain Hamilton joins us to chat about her forthcoming album, Night Sky. But before we get there, from the new album, this is Rain Hamilton with a live version of Robin Hood. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Rain Hamilton live at Folk Music Ontario for Folk Roots Radio. Rain Hamilton is a special guest in the mobile studio that some people still like to call hotel rooms. We come into Folk Music Ontario each year. We settle in, we put out our microphones, we set up a board, and we have people come in and chat and play. And I'm so pleased to have Rain join me today because, to be honest, it's a whole year since we tried to do this, and unfortunately we were both at this conference last year, 
And unfortunately, Rain wasn't feeling so well. She mm-hmm. picked up a bug on the way, and I wasn't feeling so good. So we ended up not being able to do it. But we're here today, mm-hmm. and we're having an interview. Now, that song is Robin Hood, and that is a track from her soon-to-be-released album. It's entitled Night Sky. It actually doesn't drop until March of 2018. But I think people are going to be pretty excited about this one because I have an advanced copy and looking at the packaging of this album and having had a chance to hear you sing them already mm-hmm. and play with your string trio, this is a very special thing. I think this album is going to do tremendously well for you. Well, thank you, Jan. That's always the hope. Well, you must be excited about um, the way things are going. What number album is this for you? This is number two for me. And yeah, I am feeling very encouraged. Things are growing. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you got started in music, because I know when you were talking to us last night, when you were showcasing, did you start with the violin first? Is that how you started? Or uh? I did start with the violin. I have a musical family, and uh, my parents met in a rock and roll band in the 70s. They were in the same band. It's called Nighthawk in Winnipeg, if you were around. And uh, man, they were so good. And so this is how I grew up, was in that kind of environment. And my dad uh, is a really prolific songwriter. So that was just a normal part of my life. And then when I was three, this one fateful day, an important thing happened. And uh, Snuffleupagus had on special guests on Sesame Street. It was Yo-Yo Ma and Itzhak Perlman's string quartet. And uh, like the world stood still for me. And I had that really important feeling of like recognizing that feeling of like resonating really deeply with something. And I knew that was important. And so I talked to my parents, you know, about this spiritual experience I'd had with Sesame Street. And I was so grateful to them because they listened to me. They were like, oh, okay, this is important. We'll move on this. So they were quite happy to put you into music from a young age, I would imagine, being in music themselves. That would be something they would hope for their, their child? I know they were very open to whatever I was interested in. And so, uh, yeah, they put wheels in motion to make that happen. And I started violin lessons when I was seven years old. We did some, like, early music stuff when I was a kid. But I was really persistent that that was important, like the violin. Not just any instrument, but specifically that one. And it does feel so much like a part of me. So that song, Robin Hood, is, a, as I understand it, I mean, it's, it's about imagining Robin Hood... Well, I suppose it's imagining Robin Hood as man and myth, that there Mm -hmm. is this spiritual side uh, to the Robin Hood character. Is that part of how you characterize your music? Because certainly when I hear you sing and play and the stories you tell, a lot of what you speak about is either shrouded in metaphor or is this sort of feeling of searching for something deeper, you know, that there is something more going on than just necessarily you know, the music that you're playing or the words that you're singing. Can you, do you speak to, to that? I like this, Jan. I think that's very much what's going on. Um, to me, the world and life feels like there's so much more going on. And sometimes I feel like if I listen in a really still way, I can tell, I can hear it. And uh, creatively, that's so important to me, like that deep, deep listening uh, and the deep feeling of connection with all things and connection with the world uh, beyond myself. And so you're to- you got it exactly right. That's what's happening here in this song is we have this uh, Robin Hood character who is man and myth, uh, who is stepping into this role, the sacred role of the, sac- of the selfless hero. 
and at the same time, uh, walking steps as a human on the earth. And I should add, obviously, that that was a live version of the song, and I'm not even sure if I mentioned that uh, when we announced it, but a live version of Robin Hood, which will appear on uh, Night Sky. It's interesting you say that, you know, when you talk about what you're trying to achieve with your music, because you've played two showcases specifically for us in our private showcase room and the, the last couple of years. And what comes through to me is when Rain Hamilton and her string trio play for you, it is an experience. It isn't just, you know, it's more than just music. I mean, I think they're, you know, really striving for this deeper connection with, you know, in a showcase room, it basically takes place in a hotel room that's converted into a little music venue. But the idea is that all of the people in this space are going to connect with me through my music. Is that really part of the, the process you go through before you step on stage to try and make sure that the performance you give uh, tries to ensure as far as possible that you, you connect with every one of those people out there that's listening to you? Connection, yeah, is the most important thing. And I really think that's one of the purposes of art and the experience of art is to feel that feeling of resonating and connecting with something beyond ourselves, uh, be it with other people, with artists, with an idea, or with this larger feeling um, of even broader connection that interconnects us all. And I do prepare for that. Like I meditate before I perform. I really pay attention uh, to how I'm feeling. I try to really slow down and to be as, as present really as I can and as, as available to that connection as I can be. And the trio, we always own together before a show. So we, we do like a collective preparation and meditation to connect with each other and to prepare to connect and be available. Now, that song uh, references the maker as well, mm -hmm. that this um, connectedness with, I would interpret that to be a, a force in mm -hmm. the universe. Um, I noticed like when you perform, you always perform barefoot. Oh, yes. Um, because you <laughs> want to make sure that you feel that connectedness, that even though we're in a hotel or, mm -hmm. or a venue, that you're still connecting with the earth and still connecting with everything around you. Is that a lot about how you live your life? I would say so. Yeah. Feet right on the earth. That's how I want to be. Yeah. Fully present, fully here. Fully present, fully here at all times. What about the, the songwriting? Um, do you find it easy to, to write songs? I mean, does that come naturally to you? Because you spend a lot of your time trying to make sure that I'm connected that, you know, I'm centered in everything that I'm doing? This is a good question. Does songwriting come easily? Uh, for me, it is certainly a practiced art. And I'm, I'm really lucky, like, that I grew up in the family that I grew up in where I've seen this model, this creative process modeled. And I've seen um, the many steps that it can take and the many avenues that it can take. Uh, that was super helpful. And I'm also really fortunate that growing up uh, in the school system where in Winnipeg, where I had teachers really mentor me and really recognize that that's something I wanted to foster. And then that's maybe a talent that I had that would be really good uh, to nourish. And so in gr I had my grade four teacher would let me test out of math and spend that time writing. That was amazing. What a gift that was of that time. And what a gift to have that recognized as a child. That was really cool. And yeah, and through junior high and high school, having uh, teachers and mentors and artists come to the school and do creative writing work with us. So this is something I, I have studied and practiced uh, really most of my life. 
And so does it come easily? Well, the practice of it came easily, I guess. Like the study of it and uh, the work of it. It's something I really enjoy. It feels, it feels so good. It's just the best thing. Now, there's 10 tracks on this album. Um, how long did it take you to, to sort through the music you'd written to decide which tracks you would put onto it? How long did it take us to sort through? We started probably with about 13 possible tunes, and we narrowed it down to the 10. I would say that my writing approach is I do not write prolifically. I really hone in. Like I feel like what I like to do, I guess what I'm saying is like for me, I can tell early if this is one that's really going to ring deep for me. And then if it's not, I'll let it go or I'll let it sit. I'll be like, okay, you're not ready yet, song. I respect that. I won't push. And then sometimes those will come through later. So sometimes songs will be written like in little spurts over many years, and other times they come uh, quickly. So one of the things that's interesting, and you correct me if I'm wrong, but I get the impression that for the songs that have made the cut, and maybe one or two to others, that they actually got road tested before they're ever going to be recorded. Is that actually how things work for you, that you're quite happy to to work on a song, get it to a point that, oh, I think I want to play this in public, and then take it out and see how people react? We do, uh, for sure, perform early work, or like early stage work with the trio. We find that really helpful. It just helps us to see how things land and how our arrangement feels. And also, like to practice something and to perform something is different. So I, I really think there's benefit to performing. Um, but also, we're pretty selective in what we choose to work up. And... And, I, and I'm pretty selective, too, in the ideas that I want to pursue. So usually we're starting from a place of, we're starting with an idea that we're pretty keen on already. One of the things that fascinates me, and it, it's, it's kind of funny because we're having this conversation, you're going to play two songs live for us. We are going to actually be able to play a song from the album at the end of this interview. But one of the things I love, i got to say I really love, is the fact that you said, here, Chad, and here's your copy of the album but we're not going to release it to next March. And that's like, what, like four or five months from now. Mm -hmm. The discipline involved in that when a lot of people can't wait to record an album and stick it out. And, and I'll be honest, sometimes I feel like there's music that's put out too quick that people feel the pressure of delivering new music to their audience mm -hmm. and sometimes maybe don't spend enough time you know, honing those songs before they actually step in the studio. Is that really important to you to try and make sure that when you come forward with something like an album that you have everything set up properly, you know, you've decided on the songs, you know, you've worked up the arrangements, you pick the players, go in the studio, record them, work up the packaging and everything else that goes to, to make a beautiful product. But then before you actually, you won't release it, um, to the world until everything's quite right and then you want to do it in a staggered way i want to really do right by this album i feel like these songs are a gift and i feel responsible for them and to them and and so i want to just use the knowledge that i have of uh, what would work well to have them be heard widely uh, by anyone who wants to hear them by as many people as who want as want to hear them um, so that's what i'm really going for in setting up this release this way well we're not going to be able to well, as I mentioned before, we're just going to play one track from mm -hmm. the album. But you do have your guitar, and you'd be playing a couple of tracks for us. Mm -hmm. You're going to play another song from the album just now. Which one is that? I'd love to share this song, Bury My Heart. 
Okay, tell us a little bit about that one. Sure, I'm going to get this capo ready. I, uh, I'm a prairie person. I live in Winnipeg, Manitoba. It is a landlocked place. And whenever I'm at the ocean side, I, I marvel at this power of the tide, um, the earth and the moon cooperating together in this pattern, in this rhythm. And it feels to me like, uh, like the in and out breathing of the earth and also like this pulsing heartbeat of the earth. And that's what this song is about. This is Rain Hamilton with a live version of Bury My Heart, which will appear on her forthcoming release, The Night Sky, which is scheduled for March of 2018. Bury my heart, bury my body. Bury my heart in the sea. We'll carry it together now and forever. Bury my heart in the sea. in slow motion bury my heart in the sea breath of the mother touch of the other bury my heart in the sea call it Rain Hamilton with a live version of Bury My Heart, a song from her forthcoming release that's entitled Night Sky that drops in March of 2018. Rain's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference. I had the chance to check out some wonderful showcases from Rain and her string trio. I'm going to talk about the string trio and some of your live dates in a few moments, but I do want to focus on the album a little bit because 
It's recorded in Winnipeg with one of my favorite producers, which mm-hmm. is Lloyd Peterson. Almost everything that I've heard, I think probably everything, has been absolutely fabulous. Tell us a little bit about the experience of making the album. Making the album, it was great. It was great. We started like two Julys ago making decisions of like what songs we would pick and uh, really finessing the arrangements of them. And some of them we had arrangements of already. We'd been playing a bit already. And some of them were pretty new. And we had to kind of build those up. And we started that work uh, with the string trio. And so that's myself and cellist Nathaniel Felicitas and up double bassist Quinton Bart. And man, I just couldn't ask for cooler, more keen, creative, open teammates those guys are fantastic. And so we would work together. Lloyd would come in. He would offer feedback. Uh, and we got kind of some working arrangements happening. And then we did demo takes. This was Lloyd's suggestion. And for us, it was the perfect thing to do. So we went into the studio and just did live takes of all the tunes. And the beauty of that is that then we could listen as outsiders. I found that it's really, it was difficult for me to take perspective on the whole of the song when I'm in it, when I'm only hearing it as a performer in the song. So that, that really helped us take, take perspective and uh, see what to fine-tune. And you had some wonderful guests play on this album as well, didn't you? Did we ever. So we've got Daniel Roy uh, on drums on a couple tunes. Good friend of mine, Daniel Pidoquin-Hopter, who's uh, of Red Moon Road and mustache fame, playing the banjo on Bury My Heart. Uh, and some friends of mine, Sheena Ritai, also from Red Moon Road, and Ariane Jean um, from Chicamin doing some backup vocals. So you must be pre- pretty pleased about the way this all came together. I am so pleased. I feel like deeply honored that this is work that I get to do uh, and that this is the outcome. You know, I should point out as well, I mean, you know, the, you're at the stage of your career where this is a Rain Hamilton production. I mean, even though you have all of these other people working with you, you're not on a label as such. I mean, you're basically... Mm-hmm. Um, Everything is independent. Uh, you manage, I think, a lot of your own career. I know you have yep. a manager as well, but you're still very much hands-on. Does it feel good to you to do things like that? It feels so good. It did. Uh, with this album, I do feel so, so proud, and I feel like we've really done right by these songs, and this, is, this product that we've made is really as I imagined it, and that feels so, so good. So tell us a little bit about the String Trio. Now, the the people you play with in Winnipeg, they're not here with you at the conference. I think the the string players you have when you're on the road may be people that you pick up in wherever you are. Is that tend to be how the, how things go, or is it just purely the distance from home? I've done it both ways. Uh, Nat and Quentin come with me a lot, and whenever we can, I think we all prefer that. We're all proud, right. I think, of this work that we've done together. Uh, and sometimes just logistics and geography make that not totally possible and so it works yeah to hire some local people and uh, we have this music written out in notation so it can appeal to people who are in that way and quite clearly they you they play really easily with you now tell us a little bit about the live show because we mentioned at the start i mean it's, it's a very important experience for you if people come out to a rain hamilton show what can they expect like i think it, i hope an experience of being really present I hope an experience of authenticity, and I hope the experience of that feeling of like resonating with something beyond ourselves, and uh, and hopefully something that is meaningful, something that is I would say like striking a chord 
with someone. I also tell a lot of stories, so I would hope some laughter would be in the cards. And I think that you're not just a, a performer. I mean, you also do workshops as well. Tell us a little bit about some of the other things you get involved in. I love doing workshops. I uh, have worked with children in a bunch of capacities for about 17 years now. I taught violin for a long time. I worked in schools for a long time. And I really love to help people into their creative process and just to get to know their creative selves and their inner world more deeply. And so I love to do uh, any kind of creative workshop, creative writing, songwriting, fiddle tune writing. Uh, a lot of schools in Manitoba have fiddling programs. Oh, that's so fun. And it is such an empowering thing uh, to learn that there is a process you can do to create something and that you can listen to your internal world and that there are processes you can use that you can learn uh, to externalize that and to create with it. I th think that it is intimidating oftentimes uh, to create. It can appear as though people just know how to do that as though by magic. And for some that's true. And uh, also it's totally learnable to be creative and to externalize. And do you think from your point of view, I mean, you, you shared a, a story from your own educational process about how that, you know, you were fortunate to have a teacher who recognized mm -hmm. that there was a, a huge well of creativity that need to, needed to be encouraged for you. Do you find that that helps you when you're teaching other people, whether it's working with a fiddle or um, other aspects of um, encouraging uh, people to, to discover their own art? Yes, that experience totally helped me. I think about it all the time, of, of really how meaningful that was to me. And so when I can acknowledge uh, a talent or a, a proclivity for something in, in someone else, especially in a child, I will do that. I will, I'll say, like, I see this. I see this in you. So this new album drops in March, of, as we mentioned, of 2018. What do you think the future will bring? I mean, obviously, we've got the short term, you know, work on a, a new album, get out and tour it. Uh, can you talk about your plans for 2018 and beyond? Plans for 2018 and beyond uh, to tour a lot. We're working on a Canadian tour of the album. Uh, bringing the trio on the road more is what I want. Uh, I'd love to tour more in the north of Canada. And I'm working on uh, UK and European touring. So I'm hoping that can be a regular stop for me. No, that's great. But certainly once people actually start to go into Europe, it certainly seems to be like becomes an annual event mm -hmm. to get across and, and share your music across there. I'm nervous about the driving. I might need to hire some local people to play and drive. Well, I'm sure yeah. with the quality of your music, there will be lots of people that would be very happy to, to help you tour across Europe. It's been a great pleasure to talk to you today. We've got two things left to do. One is to play a track from the new album. But if people want to learn more about your music, how can they do that? I'm on every surface of the internet. Uh, so rainhamilton.com is a good place. Rain, uh, like the rain that falls with an E at the end. Hamilton, like the Canadian city. Uh, and then, yeah, all the platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. So we're going to play a track from the album itself. Tell mm -hmm. us about the track that we're going to play. This one is called Lift Me Up. And we just released the single of this as well as a music video. And uh, this song is me like looking back to my younger self and just saying, like, if I knew then what I know now, like, what could I say to my younger self? And I would say uh, that you are strong. You are beautiful. You are good. And don't you worry. 
And I was really lucky in this video to collaborate with three artist friends, visual artist friends of mine. One of them is Quentin Bard, who plays double bass on the album. Uh, Callan Fraze is another one, and uh, Sarah Thiessen. And they made companion pieces of art to go uh, with the song. And then Julie Epp, a Winnipeg filmmaker, filmed them all in time-lapse. So in the music video, you see the slow motion creation, or I guess the speed motion, yes, creation, um, of this art all coming together, all expressing like a similar vibe and message. And that video is available through your website? Yes, it is. Yeah. This is Rain Hamilton with Lift Me Up from the soon-to-be-released album Night Sky, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again. Thanks, Jan. Don't you worry now, oh, and don't you cry, you can wait it out. Don't you fret, my love, oh, don't you shed a tear, you can't erase the doubt.
Hi there, this is Jabor, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall.
that's founding members of the Be Good Tanya's Jolie Holland and Samantha Parton back together after 18 years with the characteristic Be Good Tanya's rustic root sound on the song Little Black Bear from their new duo album Wildflower Blues. And that's all we have time for in this hour of Folk Roots Radio. We'll leave you with the fabulous Sean McConnell with Holy Days from his album Undone, his inspired acoustic re-recording of his eponymous 2016 album. And you'll definitely hear more from that album on a future episode. It is absolutely fabulous. And you can check out the playlist for this episode and listen to previous episodes of Folk Roots Radio via your chosen platform on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. You can find me on Facebook at Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall and on Twitter at Folk Roots Radio. And we'd love to hear from you. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm John Hall. We'll see you next time. Your mama worked nights in the taxi call light Your daddy was a rolling stone I was in a band that was catching some fire And I said that you could come along We were too big for that little old city So we took it far as it could go And we spent the whole summer just chasing that sun All the way down to Mexico Underneath the moon with the radio playing tangled in blue I remember you saying, baby, don't move Just let me look at you Just like this night, you held up your hands In the shape of a camera, took a snapshot So you'd always remember the world we knew Ford faded away into those holy days. Every now and then I take a hit of that wind, it smells like the summer rain. Yeah, and when I shoot tequila with a salty hand It brings me right back again Yeah, and I wonder where you are Probably in some shiny car Cutting lanes down the 101 You never could say goodbye Or cut around the lines Yeah, baby, you raised to run Remember you saying, baby, don't move Just let me look at you Just like this night You held up your hands in the shape of a camera Took a snapshot So you'd always remember the world we knew Before it faded away into
remember you saying, baby, don't move Just let me look at you Just like this now, you held up your hands In the shape of a camera, took a snapshot So you'd always remember the world we knew Before it faded 